0: God willing, we'll be expounding verses 19 through 21. And the title of the message tonight is, A Well-Lit Path. A Well-Lit Path. Last week we learned about the purpose of the wicked path. Solomon said they won't sleep unless they're making a mess out of things here on earth. He said their ambition is to destroy the godly pattern of, That God has created and given to govern the lives of of man. He said they're not only not satisfied unless they're destroying what is godly. But he said they love to corrupt others. And cause them to fall into sin as well. We looked at that last week. Solomon said the path of the just however is like the morning sun. Remember we learned that last week. That continues to shine brighter and brighter until the day is full of light. As you can't stop the sun from shining, so the darkness of those who walk the wicked path cannot put out the light of Christ and His kingdom, which is sure to rise. Now tonight, Solomon tells us more about the wicked path these people are on. In chapter 4, verse 19, Solomon says, the way of the wicked... Is as darkness. So their way, their path, is as darkness. Now that's in comparison to our path, which, as we looked at last week, is like the uh, the morning sun that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Okay, and so he says, "Yeah, our path is bright. Our path is like the sun." Our sun's getting brighter and brighter, but the way of the wicked, he says, is as darkness. The wicked don't walk according to the word of God. Therefore, they do not walk in the light of God. They esteem their worldly education to be their light. You ever wonder why they push education so much? <laughs> education is a way of, of, uh, of uh, indoctrinating they, they praise their educational system not to teach ABCs and math and things like that anymore. We're all for that. We're all, we, we love knowledge, if it's, if it's true knowledge. But they, they lift it up as their light. We hear a lot about science today, don't we? Follow the science, or the science says this, and they'll say, well, the science has changed. It's amazing the truth never changes, but the science changed. Isn't that something? I don't want something to change all the time. But, but they esteem their worldly education to be their light. That's what will go by. They esteem their, uh, the guidance of their own heart to be their light. Their own philosophical thinkings, their musings, or whatever they think in their mind. That, this is the way I'll do it. I'll do it my way. They look to godless men and women who are celebrated by the world to be their light, to be their pattern they're going to follow after. They rely on the opinions of these unbelieving scientists to be their light. The path they are on is lighted by spiritual darkness, you see? If that's what they're following then the light they're walking in is spiritual darkness. What they consider to be light is actually darkness masquerading as the sun. That's what the devil does. He appears as an angel of light. He loves to masquerade as light. But the light they're walking in is actually darkness. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 verse 23, the latter part of it. Matthew six twenty three, He says, If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? You see what Jesus is talking about? There, there are people who have light, but their light is actually darkness. In other words, they're using the darkness. Jesus is not saying that light can be dark. What He's saying is darkness can be used as light. If I am depending on the secular, ungodly counsel that I receive, if I'm depending on that to be my guidance for life, then I am using that darkness as if it is light and I'm walking in it. Does that make sense? And so Jesus said, if the light that is in you is actually darkness, then that darkness is really, really dark. That's why evolutionists wish to deny the light of God. They celebrate their scientists. Their geologists. Their anthropologists. And they mock the existence of God. And they claim the world created itself. The universe created itself. So we have no one to answer to but our own selves. They trust their educators to be their light. Not realizing that the more lumens their teachers shine, the darker their path becomes. Jesus said, if that light that you're supposed to have in you is darkness, then how great is that darkness? When uh, my wife and I go on a trip, I try to always have a a little flashlight available, maybe in the trunk of the, the vehicle or something, in case we get stranded on the side of the road need to change a tire or something like that then uh, I'll have a little light to go by and it's so nice to have a dependable light when you really need it how many of us have searched for a flashlight when electricity has gone out only to find the light and discover the batteries are dead happens all the time but when the light that is in you puts out nothing but darkness how great is that darkness when you really need it if you think your path is well lit, you know what you're going to do? If you think you're on a well lit path and you have plenty of light, you're going to feel free to run the path you're on. When I turn the lights out in here, like on Wednesday nights, I always ask somebody to leave that door open over there. And usually, and I think, I think it was Sunday I did this, or maybe it was last Wednesday, but I remember flipping those lights out and I started to, to walk because I know the layout pretty well. And I started to walk on through there, and I thought, no, I better stop, and I better turn this light on on my cell phone. Because I, I, I thought, I don't want to trip over that, that speaker over there, that monitor. What if someone's moved it or something out of the way? And, but, but had I not turned that light on, had I thought that I could see just fine, I mean, because if I were to walk to the door right now, I'd just walk like this. I wouldn't even think about it, see? I can see just fine. Now, if it was actually dark, but I thought I could see, I thought the darkness was light, then I would feel just as free to walk in the darkness as I feel free to walk in the light right now. And if that speaker happened to be here, I'm not going to be able to see it. Even though I think I can see just fine. Now, I'm talking, this is a physical illustration, illustrating a spiritual truth. That Solomon's trying to explain to us tonight. So I'd be walking, and as I'm walking in confidence, I stumble over a speaker I cannot see. Now, think about that concept just a moment. Solomon said, Their path is like darkness. Look back in your text now. They know not at what they stumble. That is a powerful statement. They know not. At what they stumble? It's a sad statement. So if, if, if you're walking down a path in absolute darkness, like I'm walking across this uh, platform right here in absolute darkness, and, and you trip and you fall over something that you can't see, you're going to tumble to the bottom of a hill. You're going to tumble down those uh, steps right there to the floor if you're here. Because your path is dark. So you would have never known what you stumbled over. You couldn't see it. So you don't know what you tripped over. So you don't know what to blame for your fall. You follow me? If I had never walked this path, and I didn't know that speaker was there, the only reason I know that speaker's there is because the light's on. But had I never had the lights on here, and I'd always abode in darkness... Then I walk. I have no idea what's there. I can't see it. And suddenly I stumble over it. I know I tripped. I know I fall. I know I hurt myself. But I don't know what I stumbled over. You see? And that's what he's saying. That's the way it is with the people who walk in darkness. They reject the light of God. Therefore they walk in a path of absolute darkness. It's completely opaque. A Christian can warn them of the obstacles that's in their way. It's spiritually speaking, if I'm in darkness and that speaker's there, you're in the light, you can see it, I can't. I'm confident though, that you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm walking because I can't see a speaker there. You warn me, hey, you're about to stumble over something. There's a there's a PV monitor Right there, just a few feet in front of you, you better change course, you better stop what you're doing, (laughs) you better stop the path you're on, or you're about to fall. And I laugh at you, I think you're crazy, because I can't see it, and I walk and I stumble. I look back behind me, I still can't see it. I, I, I couldn't see what I stumbled over. I still don't know what to blame. You could. But because I rejected the light of God's Word, which thank God I don't, because these people reject the light of God's Word, they reject the warning of God's witnesses. And it breaks our hearts. And sometimes we can understand why. Something seems so clear to us We look at the world today and we think. How in the world can people not see this? But you know what? They can't. The Bible says the way of the wicked is his darkness. They really don't know what they're stumbling over. And you know what? When you look at something that's so clear. And so evident to us. So easy to see what's right and what's wrong and, and, and the easy thing that could fix the problems that we have. And we look at it and we see people that can't see it, there's only one explanation for it. And that is they're blind. They're spiritually blind. They are walking in darkness. And if it wasn't for God's word, man, I don't know I don't know what I would think. I don't know how I would would figure out uh, the the craziness that's going on in this world. Again, Christians warn them. But they continue on their wicked way. And the Christian can tell them, I told you this was going to happen. You can stumble over that speaker. You can stumble. A lost person can stumble over something that you're telling them, hey, you better watch the path you're on. You better, you better stop. This is going to happen. And they'll just mock you or go on. And next thing you know, they stumble and you can say, now I told you that was going to happen. But they can't see what they stumbled over. So they reject what the Christian tells them. And they fail to learn their lesson. And in so doing, they set themselves up to stumble again. A lot of us have experienced that with people in life. We see it over and over again. And if they continue the path they're on, they're going to stumble to their eternal death. That's what's wrong with our world today. The devil has convinced people that the burning torch of God's Word is nothing but a bunch of fairy tales. Don't, don't, don't follow this book. Don't listen to what's inside. Don't do it. Just a bunch of fairy tales. Modern science and human ideology. That's where the truth is. That's where the light is. That's what you need. These people are naive fools that believe that Bible. Believing the devil's lie. They have exchanged the burning torch that God has given the world. And they're walking in the darkness of the empty lantern that the devil's handed them. They hold that lantern out as they walk in confidence. Imagining that they can see. And it's so difficult to convince them that they're wrong. Because they now call the darkness light. In the light, they call darkness. So Solomon said in verse 20, My son, attend to my words. Listen to the words I give you. These proverbs that I'm giving you, they shine the light of God for you to walk in. Don't deny the words. If you do, you're going to be walking in darkness. Attend to them, he says, meaning step your feet in the brightness of the wisdom that they shine. Believe and apply the truths I'm telling you. Then you can see the snares the devil lays out for you. Then you will see what others are stumbling at. And you can avoid the stumbling blocks that are in your way. He said, look now in your text, incline thine ears unto my sayings. That is, be eager to hear these proverbs. Don't discount them as ancient words that are no longer relevant to modern times. That's what the devil says too. Be eager to read them. Be eager to hear them. Be eager to go listen to them being taught in church. Be eager to consider them in your heart to be light so that they may illuminate the path that you're on. God's path. Solomon said, verse 21, Let them not depart from thine eyes. Now listen closely to what Solomon just said. In verse 20, underscore thine ear. Thine ear. Now in verse 21, underscore thine eyes. That's pretty cool. The proverb is teaching the proverb. God's word to our ears becomes God's light to our eyes. You see how that works? It's beautiful. God's word to our ears becomes God's light to our eyes. The Bible says faith. How do we walk? We walk by faith. The Bible says faith comes by faith. Hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Again, first, uh, Second Corinthians, if you're taking notes, 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith, that is hearing God's word, not by sight, that is the sight of our natural eyes. That's all the lost person has, is the sight of their natural eyes. So by believing the word of God that we hear with our ears, our physical ears, it gives light to our spiritual eyes. So we can see the direction that we should walk in life. It's beautiful. The world is always trying to condition our thinking. It tries to make the abnormal appear to be normal. It tries to make that which is good appear to be evil. I had a man tell me today, he said, You're an evil person. You're an evil person. Because I stood against homosexuality. So you're an evil person. And so that's what the world does. The, the, the world tries to normalize the abnormal. It tries to put a halo on the evil. To make that which is good appear to be evil, and that which is evil appear to be good. It does this, why? So it can influence us to walk in the wrong direction. According to the propaganda that we see with our fallen physical eyes. The materialistic world, it puts this propaganda out. Our natural eyes see it. We see the majority of people walking that way. We, 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 we watch that and we go, okay, yeah, that's, that's good. That's the right way right there. And we start walking that direction. We're walking by sight. By what we see with fallen eyes following a fallen world. God says that's not how it should be. You should be walking by faith. Faith in what you hear in my word with your ears. When you believe it, it will then become light to your eyes. And then you can really walk and see the way things work are. I'm so glad I've got a Bible. I'm so glad I have God's Word. I'm so glad that once I was blind and now I see. Because I do. As Christians, we don't see things how the world presents them to our physical eyes. We see things how God says they really are in the word of God with the eyes of our faith. Solomon says, look back in your text, keep them in the midst of thine heart. That is, keep these sayings that I'm telling you in the midst of your heart. That is, believe them and retain them. In your mind, because they will illuminate our spiritual eyes. That we make, make wise decisions that will guide our feet in the way of God's joy and God's peace. That we will stand and not stumble in the well lit path of God's Word. Boy, the Proverbs just tell it like it is, don't they? So long ago, this was written. And it is just sitting here and putting the finger on everything we deal with today and explaining why things are the way they are. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Thank you for these people, Lord, who came to hear it. Thank you for guiding our feet in the way of peace. Thank you for not leaving us without a, um, a, a knowledge and a revelation of you, Lord. Without, that you didn't just create us and leave us to stumble in darkness, Lord. You gave us your light. And You call us to it. Lord, we pray You'll illuminate our hearts more and more and more. We'll continue to walk that path, Lord, as it gets brighter and brighter until the sun comes again. And we stand forever in the full light of the Word who came and died and rose again for us. Be with all the prayer requests, Lord, that were made tonight. Father, I I pray, Lord, for the spoken and the unspoken. I pray for a safe journey home for all of us. And I pray, dear Lord God, that uh, each and every day, between now and Sunday when we come back, dear Lord God, will be a day that will be uh, one that gives you honor and glory in each of our lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.